What's my biggest flaw? I'm annoying. Yeah, I mean, if the the shoe fits. <gasps> wow. For that, Brian, for that, Brian, laugh. is episode 35 of the Whales Are Whales pod. Cast, where Cast. members, friends, and family of the Whales Are Whales network gather around once a week to talk about... things. Oh, I, I wanted me host. to fill you in. I wasn't sure if I was going to do I was kind of hoping things. one of you would, but well, I, I guess I, I should have called it out. So let's try that again. Uh, where we talk about Cameron... Stuff! Oh no! Funny, funny! You said I broke the wrong my word. Own, I broke my own rule. That was episode one. Yeah, yeah. That man. And also, you didn't How say it was season come? three, by the way. What? It's season three. It it is season three. Did I not say it? You're right. I didn't say it was season three. It's episode thirty-five, season three. How will no? So, I have a problem here. I moved my mouse to the right, and it moved onto my right monitor. Now I can't get it back onto my other monitor. <laughs> Right, I need you to get your crap together for this podcast, man. Come on. What the heck is going on? It's, just, it's, it's like bonk, bonk, bonk. Unplug it's like, that monitor doesn't mic. exist. Unplug it. But it still has stuff on it. When you unplug it, it'll move all the windows to the only active monitor. Well, no, I know that, but I'm just like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I see it. Like, the monitor is up and active. I can see stuff so on it. What my I'm mouse hearing just won't is go over there. What I'm hearing is Brian has a problem. Cameron has a solution, and Brian doesn't actually want to fix his problem. Instead, he just <laughs> wants to complain about it because oh. he's a complaining complainer pants. Wait, I got it. It's just reversed. My yeah, monitor on the left. Yeah, literally about to say, you have the monitors reversed. But I, yeah, I, I just figured that was the problem. There was no power cord. You just said there was no power yeah, that cord. That was the third monitor, Cameron. Oh, you have three monitors, Mr. Fancy. <laughs> pants <laughs> jeez yep. you're wearing all sorts of pants today mostly just jeans well, well and fancy i pants. mean jeans and, are very yeah. versatile yeah I these are jeans not fancy jeans though. they're pretty ripped. i need to replace them so um, i anyway. actually need to go clothes shopping as well what a, yeah what a that's something that's on my list yeah i know that we would forget to buy clothes that's not like us at all I, I, we're so clothes the, and fashion obsessed when was the last time you bought clothes not including like jackets like four months ago, I bought it. Maybe five June. or six months ago, I bought overshirts and stuff. Um, okay. I tried well, to do in, it in June. You bought wedding clothes. That's right. Yeah, mm. that doesn't really count though. General so I tend, clothing. I try yeah. to buy them every three or four months, but I end up going like six or seven months, and I need to do it more often. Yeah, I don't think you? I've bought new clothes for over two years now. I think. Wow. Oh my god. I have. I still wear clothing from high school. Yeah, um, I mean, if the the shoe fits. There's been a few shirts that are completely trashed, and I had to actually literally just toss them out. But there's a couple yeah. shirts that just are good quality, and they've lasted, and I haven't grown. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. kept on wearing them. That's nice. So, yeah, we, we are back, everyone. For once, I'm not having to say, like, we skipped a week. Like, we actually had an episode go up last week. Um, I mean, it, it was two weeks, weeks extra I mean, we weeks to get there. <laughs> but that was, that no, no, because... In today's timeline, that was back in the past. We just didn't know to apologize for that last episode. But anyway, that sounded like a really fun episode. That's I've not listened to it logic. yet. But but how would you describe that episode, Cameron? Uh, Cameron talks way too much. 
That's how you describe most episodes. I, for some reason, I just like to talk. It's for, great. In certain, no, it's not. Like when I looked at my waveform on that episode, it was like ninety uh. percent me, and I was just like, oh, I should shut mm. up once in a while. Well, that's why well, we, it's good when we're both on an episode because we both like to talk a lot. Yes. <laughs> so. We'll have a talking uh, contest and see who's got more waveforms at the end. What were you saying, Abigail? We literally talked over you. We fixed (laughs) this conversation. I don't mind. It's okay. I usually talk (laughs) over other people, so I'm really just serving Mm -hmm. my time here. Um, I was I was gonna gonna let Cameron know that he wasn't the only one who like felt a little bad after because I'm just like, oh, this this one I would call Abigail pokes holes in everyone else's theories and ruins their time. <laughs> well, that, oh. was my, that was my intent from the conversations, honestly. Yeah, yeah like, that's, that's what you do with those kind of brain teasers. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when you when you brought up the um, the uh, well, whatever. It, it, was, ah. it was good, Abigail. It Sorry. was good. Um, good. I did want to follow up with you, Abigail. Did you think oh. about the specifically you said I need to think about something um, so the, for those of you who listened last week, which is not Brian, um, Abigail, did you give any thought to me describing how animals are the only thing or life is the only thing that is random? Not really. Oh. <laughs> I think she got cut off. All I heard was not. <laughs> I assume you said like not really or something. Yeah, I did say not really um, so i really want to go back and listen to that camera because that's that sounds like a fascinating argument and i'm not going to make you repeat it to me now but well, I, here, I, i'll give I, you the yeah. i'll give you the uh, the condensed okay. version abigail sure. we were talking about a really stupid logic puzzle about infinite amount of time and abigail mm-hmm. said that if you had a random assortment of things like a computer being random typing stuff yeah. then you might get the outcome we were talking about but humans aren't random and so you you would never get this you would have a better chance with humans or Abigail, what exactly did you say? It was monkeys. It was it was life because it was about the monkeys doing typewriters, and so I said that. Uh, I I think my po- I don't remember exactly what I said, but my point was that conscious creatures aren't random. Yes. they fall into patterns. Yes, you, that that was Abigail's main point was that creatures and and humans and monkeys and animals have patterns that aren't random, and I directly mm-hmm. countered that with no, actually, life is the only thing that's random. Computers, by definition, can't be random. Um, and then Abigail said, I need to think about that. <laughs> oh. So I might have made her question her well, existential existence. <laughs> no, you didn't make me question my existential existence. The problem is that it, just me thinking about that wouldn't actually get anywhere. I'd have to like, I, I, my version of thinking about that would be, oh, I have to go read information and learn more things mm-hmm. because I, I don't actually have any basis on which to argue that. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just not smart enough for this conversation. Excuse me, please. <laughs> You're yeah. smart enough. You just don't have the required knowledge. I, I, yeah, available. I don't have the knowledge required to like accomplish yeah. this. And so through yeah. through okay. I think through conversation and uh, reading geniuses, I, I would be able to glean something. <laughs> but I haven't really done that in the last two weeks. I don't blame you. Honestly. Yeah, she's been spending time around me, so not a right. lot of yeah. So like my everything. IQ is just dropping mm-hmm. by the day. Wow. Yeah. Harsh. But yeah, no, that's that's a that's an interesting theory. There are so many interesting ways to go into that. I feel like that question of like what is random, like because you can program a computer to, for example, spit out a randomized number. Um, but. I don't well, know if that would fall under the definition of truly random. I, the one thing I can absolutely definitively say is that computers are not random. They are just, right. you, you cannot, literally yeah. cannot make a random computer program. Uh-huh. You can't. It's right. just, it's mm-hmm. like against the laws of physics. So that, that makes what, sense. Like, because ev- yeah. even a program that generates, say, a truly random number is not a random program. 
Well, it's yeah, it was designed by somebody who made an algorithm to to throw exactly. a random number. So if someone knew the algorithm, there it's no longer random, you know. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Your other point about humans and patterns versus versus randomness versus not randomness, that's a more bigger debate. But we don't have to go into that. W- yeah. well, let's do no, other don't. things. We don't need another logic puzzle episode. No, I we think don't. those are very interesting questions. Um, but yeah, I think that goes into a whole other thing of like, yeah, we do fall into patterns. Is it just that we're more complex and so it seems random on the surface? But if we were to dig down deep enough, we would find patterns that led us there. Or do we have conscious choice, etc.? But that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> no. We're talking about how Cameron and I are talkative, which this conversation further proves. Darn it. I'm um, just going to shut up I can talk if you bit. want. I'll just tell a yeah. story about electric mice. Dumb. Uh, sh- electric do sheep. Do electric mice dream of sheep. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we had this. <laughs> same thought you yeah. had the same thought blade runner um oh, all right so um something interesting about the talkativeness of the different whales or whales members i feel like probably cameron you and i are the most talkative um on the podcast episodes at least if we're in the right moods i think mm-hmm. you and i can definitely dominate conversations i think hmm i think Steven and Ben are probably in the middle, and I feel like Abigail and Zachary are the most careful with their words, and that they're perfectly content to sit by and let a whole conversation go on if they don't have something they really feel like they need to add to that conversation, and then actually actually step in when they have something to say. I feel like they're the most judicial in their speech. I think I, on the podcast, that's true. I think off the podcast, yeah. it's not. Sure, yeah. you're both oh, different. Yeah, totally different. Like off the mm-hmm. podcast, I'm don't even, don't talk to me ever. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah it's really Cameron funny. Is, off yeah. the podcast, me and Cameron are completely opposite. You switch. It's like yeah. literally reversed uh, in <laughs> terms of talkativeness. I think it's fake. Um, and I, can, I turn on the, the, the fakeness when I, when I go on the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. So me too. I turn on the fakeness, which is quiet, Abigail. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. You're like, I need to be civilized and not say something I regret. Well, it's like this thing where I'm like, I'm like, all right, what's my biggest flaw? I'm annoying. Okay, let's not be that. So don't uh, talk. That's, that is fascinating. Wow. Um, and then, so on that logic, what's my biggest flaw? I'm super, super antisocial. So let's flip yeah, that. Yeah, uh, I tend to be social. And then Brian's Abigail. like, all right, what's my biggest flaw? Oh, I'm perfect. No, I, <laughs> it's more of what's my biggest flaw. I'm annoying. Let's ratchet that up. <laughs> Because of, uh, because I just of have your no inherent annoyingness, yeah. when you flip it, flip a switch on the podcast, you just become more annoying instead of danger trait. Yes, I that's actually pretty true. <laughs> you on you figured it out, Abigail. You figured yeah. out the podcast logic. Wow, wow. go, go the podcast Steven isn't truly Zach. random after all. <laughs> Tie it all together. <laughs> That was that was just a wonderful conversation. Well, thank you everyone for enriching my day. <laughs> uh, so this this is a very very special podcast for me. Um, do you know why, Cameron? Because you just turned twenty four. <laughs> no. Oh. Well, I why mean, did you just send me a text the other day saying to you forgot to get me your birthday present? What? <laughs> Dang it, I did. I forgot to get you my birthday present for me turning 24. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I said different words that I shouldn't have said. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm doing the thing where I talk too much. No. It's all good. Uh, wait a minute. Cameron. Hi. Did you just turn 24? No. Okay. Gotcha. I'm older than you. Okay. I always forget by how many years. W- one and a half, roughly. Uh, okay, so you're 25. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Anyway, guess again. You, you, Stephen just turned 25. You guys moved. Yes. (laughs) For the first uh, time, I am recording this podcast episode from a new house, from a different office than the one I've been in since pretty much the beginning of me podcasting. Um, And that's where I'm sitting now. And it's 
crazy and weird. Yes. It's really funny that it's, I'm sure it's crazy and weird (laughs) for you. Um, I'm sitting here in in Stephen's office. I'm in the same house. Um, But I was sitting here as y'all were chatting beforehand um, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to plug all my stuff in and I like, I imagined you talking Yes. and you were in my mind, you were in a different room, like you were in the new room Uh because you were messing with your monitors. And so I could visually see that. And I was like, whoa, that's weird and wrong. He's not supposed to be in there. He's supposed (laughs) to be in the other room. And it's like, I'm not even in there. How is this weird when I'm not even in there? That's the funny thing about podcasts is I realized after saying this, that like podcasts, it is really hard to keep like... To the people listening, it makes no difference. Like, they they can't hear I'm somewhere else, except that there's a little less echo. Like, that doesn't matter to them at all. If I did, like, vlogs or something, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, it's a new house. But it's like, I don't care. Your voice is still your voice. <laughs> so you have it's to start funny. doing vlogs then, I think, is what I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Need to have I a mean, we can all turn on our time. video. Facecam yeah. podca- face podcasts. Yeah, that's on Twitch. People do that a lot No, 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 no. Not oh. video podcasts, oh. just podcasts with Facecam. Oh, but no, no, no voice. No voice too, but the voice is mm. coming through the audio file, not the, the face cam. It, it's different, what? guys. It, I don't listen. understand how this <laughs> listen, is different. I don't see how this is so confusing. It's not a video podcast. It's okay. a podcast with webcam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this is is this truly random? <laughs> is ah, this idea. Ah. Anyway, anyway, I I the real question I is: Is Cameron a monkey? <laughs> yes. All oh, right. Okay. So, so anyway, yep, we moved. We are in the midst of the moving process. We Yay. started yesterday. The movers came, got all our stuff, loaded it on a truck, drove to another place, unloaded all the stuff in the new place. And we've been spending the last day kind of oh. putting things in their places. You um, got and movers. Lucky you. We got movers, Cameron. <sighs> yes. And I, that is why moving is not the worst thing in the world. Moving, no, moving is absolutely the worst thing in the world. Which is, I'm if saying you, you, if don't you have, have to, if you have to pay somebody to do something, it's not a good thing to do. Wow, that's I don't that. think that's. I I think that's just false. Well, okay, I wasn't. I mean, that's like kind of how our world statement. operates. Do you want to paying people to do fries? Do you want to mow your lawn? Do you want to build a building? Like, no, you hire. Someone I want to do my that lawn crap. to be mowed, though. Well, no, I see what you're saying, though, Cameron. <laughs> is that you're saying if you're w- willing to pay someone multiple hundreds of dollars to not do something, then that something is obviously very undesirable, or else yes. you would have done it instead of paying someone uh, multiple hundreds of dollars. What I was, that's what I was saying. Yes, this whole I podcast is logic chains. <laughs> see, this is why I needed to be on the last podcast because that's. <laughs> Exactly what I would have been able to do when you and and Abigail were like arguing about whatever. I would have just been able to step in and explain it in a way you both agreed on. I yeah, I was pretty clear the first time I said. I haven't that. heard it. You probably were. No, no, but just now, just now with the movers. Oh, okay, gotcha. No, I thought you were pretty clear too, but Abigail can be very dumb sometimes. Wow, <laughs> so to, I didn't say that, Abigail. I was. I'm only dumb because I hang out with you. Man, there's just shade going everywhere around today, guys. Mm, yep. Uh, so so we're I, I was trying that. to tie that one back into my IQ dig earlier, yeah. but that one just you turned did. out to be an insult. No, I'm did. sorry. I mean, it was still oh, just an insult, okay. but you did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Good I'm job. okay with that as long as people get it. I know it. you are. So that's why I'm saying right. it worked out. <laughs> I yep. have this new habit. Um, I'm not sure if it's new. I don't think it's actually Putting new. Putting Brian down. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not new. That's not new. Oh. I have this habit, though, of anytime I say a joke, I just look at Brian and I'm like, Get it? Get it? Get my joke? My joke was funny, right? It was funny. Yeah. And he just looks at me. He just kind of... I'm yeah, sure. she does have that yeah, habit. Sure. Pretty much every time she just checks to make sure I heard the Pretty joke. Pretty much every time. I look for a reaction. If I don't see one, I, I ask him, hey, I made a funny joke. Can you acknowledge it? 
Because some well, of the time, legitimately miss them. I don't notice the <laughs> wordplay or something, but yeah. It, isn't that it, why you guys have that currency of Ryan is requ- has like one free required laugh at something? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The one, ha, 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 ha. I haven't yeah. used that in a while. No. Ooh, yeah, that means that. Hold that. on. When you guys wrote out this contract, did you uh, make a clause is it cumulative? That said, yeah. Unfortunately, that was a line he drew and he said it was not cumulative. Yeah. Well, did, actually, he was smart enough to pull that out. Yes. Yeah, I, oh. I, I, no, I didn't. I didn't. Did I put oh. that out? I think you did. You I said, I did, no, it's actually. just one a day. I said, what if I don't use it? Do I get two the next day? And you said, oh, no. Oh, right. One. I said, no, that's wow. right. But just for you, I will, I will, I will make up for them, but I will only do it on this podcast episode. On so, this oh, one? No. I will laugh at on everything you say no. on that's this episode. That's a horrible yes. idea. Hey, Brian, laugh. <laughs> oh, this is the worst. I'm so excited. All right. So this is going to go well. Please turn this, turn that off for this, please. Just like Brian, right. laugh at that. That was funny. <laughs> oh. Steven's gonna be like, this episode is not that funny. I waited <laughs> like three hours to record this. Oh. Yeah. So okay. So that was funny. So this whole moving thing's happening, and I have kind of <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he oh, said that, that was funny. He <laughs> said that was funny. I, mean, I was just <laughs> laughing <right>. along. <clears throat> I liked it. So two probably not funny stories, but. One, I felt really bad for you earlier because like I'm seeing all these discords come through and I'm like looking up and seeing Steven and Brian just run everywhere because it's been so hectic and everything today. Mm-hmm. And so like Brian's like, oh yeah, I need to go go to the hardware store with my dad. And I just like look at him. I'm like, should you cancel on Cameron then? Because you're supposed to be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> and then like later it was like, it was just a few minutes before this or whatever. And like his mom had come down and she's like, oh yeah, I think he's like waiting for you to hang pictures or something. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll go up and help him. And I look up and I'm like, um, I, I, why do you keep pushing Cameron off instead of just officially canceling? Because that poor guy, <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, no, I forgot. We can do it. We can do it. It's fine. Like, so okay. yeah. I will say two things. Uh-huh. One, I feel like you have the leeway here in terms of you're moving and that's <laughs> more important than a podcast. And two, as I, I appreciate the sentiment, Abigail, but my afternoon consisted of watching Heroes of the Storm pro matches. And so <laughs> when, here's, here's how it went. Two, or, no, one o'clock was up and coming, and I was just yeah. getting off of work, and I sat down on my bed, and I was like, are we doing this? And I turned on an episode of Heroes of the Storm, uh, Heroes of the Storm video, and I heard, no, can we go for 45 minutes later? And I was like, cool, and I pressed play. <laughs> the 45 minutes comes around, and they said, hey, can we shoot for four? My time? And I was like, pause. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Unpause. I mean, that's <laughs> it. so I mean, don't don't no, don't worry that's about pretty it. Good. That's much. true. No. I do tend to project on people, and I that, forget. That being said, I'm pretty sure if I'm ever going to be a truly successful person in pretty much any capacity, I will need to hire Abigail as my secretary. You'll need to hire me as your secretary and listen to me when I tell you to cancel things. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> I was like, Brian, you're moving. You can't do this. But if I you had canceled, this. we wouldn't have had 20 minutes of absolute nonsense of this podcast That's so far. That's true. Yeah, this has no, actually this has been, been really good. awesome so far. But I do mm-hmm. have a second somewhat funny story. Okay. So, <laughs> man, you guys got my back. Y'all are great. So, okay. So we, we moved them in and everything yesterday. And then today... Um, I thought you had movers. Well, yes, but we also did a fair amount of work why would you why, you're, you're paying these people why would you do work? because well, we're paying gonna, them by hour <laughs> they're not going to put down contact paper and stuff like i want them to do the most essential and nothing else because they're oh. expensive see i'd be like i'm gonna sip this lemonade yeah you then you're paying ex- hundreds more dollars well, I'll just bill yeah, it that to would you be guys. Terrible. what's your new address anyway. by the way? <laughs> <laughs> so on, they got everything set up 
Um, and you know, like this morning I was just kind of like thinking over, I'm like, man, this is going to be so good for them. They got their own space. They're like, it's going to be great because they're both like, they, they value having that space and separation. And so that, you know, it's going to be really good. Mm -hmm. And then we all get together for brunch and it's me and Brian and Brian's parents, um, at brunch. And then we go over their house and then Steven comes back and then we're all in the house and it's a smaller house <laughs> than the other house and so Brian's dad had brought his laptop so that Brian can help fix it which is a big thing that Brian had done at their house and so he's got all these questions so Brian's fixing the laptop while his mom is asking him like you know where things need to go or whatever while Steven is trying to figure out pet sit replacements and he's getting stressed out and so there's like all this stuff happening and people just running everywhere. And I just kind of like look at Brian and just laugh. And I'm like, aren't you glad you moved out so that, you know, you had your own space and stuff. And then your whole family just <laughs> followed. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Abigail, I appreciated your story, even though Brian is being sarcastic. Um, uh, okay. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being genuine. <laughs> the good part about that is though. Yes, it's hectic right For now. For a day. But For a day. Soon it won't be that, and it'll yeah. it'll be you and Stephen and maybe Abigail once in a while in the house, yeah. and there'll be no <laughs> once more. Once in a while, I mean, you don't know me. You yeah. will leave eventually. I'm she assuming. does leave at some points. Yeah, yes. exactly. So <laughs> no, I don't sleep down. here. <laughs> but yeah, it will come down, and that's super exciting. Yeah. And I know you, Cameron, as a person, no, can appreciate that more oh, than like anyone. The cereal at four a.m. Yeah, exactly. So like I actually, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to. Because it, it raised the interesting point about you guys, uh, Stephen is 27. Seven, yeah. Yeah, and you are 24 now. Yeah. And you're just now moving away from your parents, which... Correct. It's a little different than most people. You weren't living yeah. in a bedroom, one bedroom, mooching off your parents. You were running a business yeah. with them. Running um, business, so had our own rooms, had our own independent lives, but it was still right. a shared house. But it's yeah. still a, share, it was a shared house. There you mm -hmm. go. Um, but it, it is your first time living away from them. And I yes. just was kind of curious about abigail your experience and and then i can share mine um with oh, yeah, that moving like out topic. away from our parents and what was our first couple of housing arrangements I'm that's curious. that is a fun that's idea a great yeah. topic uh Who i just want to step in here real quick and say kind of what it's felt like for me so far yeah please um yeah and that's that it, it's it's an interesting combination of being weird but also way more normal than i was expecting it to mm -hmm. like well, the you amount didn't this lose place steven yeah, exactly. So Steven's still here. That's huge. But the, the amount this place starts feeling like has already felt like home is crazy. Like it was almost immediate that it just started oh, feeling wow, right. Really? The furniture was clicking in and like already I'm starting to see certain things of it feel like home. Like that's in crazy a day. Fast. So I had to imagine in a couple months or something, it's just going to click mm -hmm. way more. So yeah, that was one big thing. And then just like, like you said, it's not like I'd been, I've been living in the same house with my family, but between them going out of town for weeks at a time on vacations and going to San Antonio to visit Abigail and doing a lot of the different stuff, like I've been very, very used to living on my own for quite a while. Right. And it like I, the lifestyle change is not super big. So it feels surprisingly natural um, mm -hmm. despite that. But all that being said, there still was this surreal moment yesterday where everyone left and we were done and it got dark early. So it was like eight or eight thirty and it was dark and it was just. Me and Steven in the house, and everyone had gone back home, and we did all the craziness, and we finally had our first time to kind of just sit down and breathe, and it was just quiet. There were no cats. There were no dogs. There were no people, no noise from the kitchen. No one had the TV on. It was just a quiet house with just me and Steven in it. And that felt weird, because mm -hmm. that's just, that's the part that I was just kind of like, ha, huh. that, that will take some getting used to, because we're just used to more bustling. Even if it's not directly affecting us, it's right. just kind of there as a background mm -hmm. thing going on. 
yep. there are four people and three animals living their lives in a space. So wherever you go, there's going to be something happening. But in mm-hmm. this, unless it's Stephen will probably stay in his room and office a lot. So if I walk around the house, nothing is moving or alive or touching anything except me. And that's kind of <laughs> weird. So yep. that's not a bad thing necessarily. Again, there are lots of good things to come with it, but it, it, that was the only like kind of surreal part. Um, yeah, the I rest can imagine of it, yeah. it'll get even weirder eventually someday if you you and Steven decide to get separate houses as well. Yeah, like, exactly. that's gonna be pro- that'll probably be bigger of a system shock than that'll this be move. the biggest change yeah. because they've yeah. lived together their entire lives. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that will be really weird. Um, like honestly, I don't see that happening. It it will be weird for one of us. I imagine one of us would be moving in with someone else at that point, like would right. have gotten married or something. Like I unless one of us gets a job in another state, I don't see us splitting up until that mm-hmm. happens. You're looking but for a job see- in another state, Brian. Uh, yes, in Arkansas. Oh. Why? Sorry to announce Sorry, this, Abigail. Abigail. Yeah, that's a bummer <laughs> anyway, for you, man. No, really. Um, but Damn it! That's, that's still, you're right, it might be weird for the other one if they go off and live on their own somewhere. That mm-hmm. would be a really weird mm-hmm. feeling. So, so yeah, that 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 is true, but, um, it's I feel also, like the current sub-plan is if one of y'all gets married, the other one just gets, like, the attic. Yeah, we just like <laughs> build a room on the house. house. Sorry, you can still live together. You just have to also live with the spouse. That honestly, that could work. Build a guest house, you know, out in the it's, yard. But anyway, doesn't sound awful. Whoever, get, whoever gets married first, the brother is part of the marriage. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a double marriage. Or yeah, something. yeah. It's like legal bigamy. <laughs> so you mean um, you're moving to Utah? Exactly. Oh, uh, that was a good one. Yep. Um, that was a good laugh, Brian. Brian laugh. Brian. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's just blowing up the microphone each time. The only other that. thing that I wanted to say is the the other weird thing, other than just not people being around, is that I'm leaving a house that I've been because it's not just that I've been living with my parents up mm-hmm. until now. We hadn't been in the exact same house for twenty years mm-hmm. since I was yeah. like four. I had been in the same house, so like the amount I knew those rooms, that neighborhood, the layout, everything about that house is just ingrained in my mind, like, to the deepest level. But even that's somewhat alleviated because we're, like, 40 minutes away, 35 minutes away. Right. So, Your like, I'm still going down sell there. the house or anything. They're not know, moving it's... or selling anytime soon. So I can go down there, visit them, and come back here. So, like, that house is still a part of my life. So it's not like I'm just cutting it off and saying goodbye to all that stuff I that's bet so you, familiar to me. I bet you it'll be really weird after a couple of weeks in your new house visiting the, your parents' house again and being like, Oh yeah, I used to live here. <laughs> it, like, already, a even last ago. night, it kind of felt like that a little bit, where it's just like, oh yeah, this feels like my parents' house now. Well, it's, it's than like my moving house. into like okay, because I lived um, when I when I was a kid, I lived on a on a campus, and we the, we had staff housing, and so the school mm-hmm. provided the houses for the staff, and so we would move houses. We moved houses a couple of times, and um, at one point, one of my good friends moved into my old house, and I, when I would ever visit him, it would always be very weird because I'm like. I I know this is my house, sort of. It was my house, but like that couch is over there now, and like it's not the living space I'm used to. And it was just a kind of a surreal moment of being there again after having lived there for so long, and then somebody right. else living there now. It definitely was a, a really surreal experience. Yeah, it's surreal is a very good word for it. It's kind of like I can't really process all of this right now, but it just feels weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But it's been very good. So anyway, now you guys go ahead and talk about your movie out experience. Abigail, in the uh, in the mm-hmm. interest of me and Cameron not talking the entire episode. <laughs> I want to talk all the time, though. <laughs> you, can, okay. you can go ahead and talk. I can start. My moving out experience is... Uh, I can't... I was trying to think this whole time of how I would summarize it and how I felt, mm-hmm. but I can't really do that because i feel like my moving out experience just took a really long time right even though it was really sudden because i moved 
from Florida to Texas with two suitcases, and that was it. Yeah. Because um, I flew to, That's what I did to intern housing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I walked into a house with three people I had never met. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yes. I, had, I knew I was going to be living with three other girls. I had talked to one of them on the phone one time. And wow. she picked me up from the airport. Uh, the airport had lost my luggage, so I actually didn't have anything. I had my backpack. Oh, that's not um, good. And I got into a car with a stranger. Yeah, and that's not good. Drove to my new apartment and met two other girls and was kind of sitting there and like, well, I don't even have anything to put away now. So I don't really know what to do. <laughs> so I was kind of just sitting on the couch and staring at them. Like, hi. Or because it like, doesn't feel like a place you're living in. It's just like, feel, it feels like literally, yeah. which is what is happening, is that you're just plopped in the middle of a house with strangers. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you're That's not, exactly what it was. And like, none, none of the furniture belonged to us. It all belonged to our company. <laughs> so like, there, we had a few kitchen things eventually that were ours, but most of it belonged to the company. So yeah, yeah so I'm just like sitting on the couch. And so I was going to, I would have gracefully excused myself and be like, okay, I'm going to go put some stuff away now. But I was like, I don't have anything to put away. Okay, I'm going to go curl up in a ball on the bed with no blanket. And uh, I know. <laughs> it's like, that's kind of how it was. So I yeah. remember the first night there, I was really glad. So I had these two stuffed cats that I used to sleep with every single night when I was a kid. And yeah. I had decided to bring them with me. Because I was just like, you know what? I think I'm going to need something really comforting from home. And fortunately, I had decided to pack them in my backpack. Uh So that night when I went to bed, I like curled up, you know, still in my same clothes, Mm -hmm. which I had already been wearing for two days. Because the reason they lost my luggage was because my original flight was canceled. After (laughs) I was at the airport, after they had checked my luggage, after everything, it was delayed, 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 then canceled. I had to call my parents to drive back to the airport, pick me up, take me home. I slept for a night with my luggage still at the airport and then left the next day. So I'd already been wearing these clothes for two days. Wow. And I like curled in bed with my cats and just cried. And I was just like, I I miss home so much. That is. But at the same time. Is it that, okay, so that's like that's okay. You you weren't in a life or death situation, obviously. No. So it's not like your life was in danger. But for a first world issue, that's a really <laughs> horrible series of events. Like, that it like was everything basically what Abigail is saying is be thankful for everything about my movie. Yes, process. yes. Like holy, crap. I'm not kidding. Like it's funny how many times I think I've told him like a bazillion times. Like Brian, you're so lucky. Brian, you're so well, lucky. Yeah, you don't even understand I mean, even, how like, lucky compared to you me, are. he's lucky. But compared to you, like <laughs> yeah. he just basically slept in on a sunny afternoon and woke up and had coffee. Like come on. Yeah. Well, I li- literally, yeah. Shut <laughs> up, so, Brian. We know you're better. Anyways, than fortunately, um, my company because i was also starting a new job too. yeah yeah like everything was new new friends new job new place new that's, everything your whole story is my story just way worse that's hilarious <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell my story in a minute it ended up being okay okay my my luggage got there the next day because they mailed it from the airport so mm-hmm. that was good um my company also had casual fridays but not only that they had casual mondays did you wear the same great. clothes you were in to work? yes oh, but one of my new roommates gave me some laundry detergent and I washed my shirt in the sink <laughs> with my hands <laughs> so that it would be clean. And so I went to, sh- to work in a Batman t-shirt <laughs> because I had nothing else oh, to wear. I mean, you, you and, um, are so lucky it was casual anything. 
I know I was so lucky it was casual but fortunately my suitcase got there and it got there before the work party that was scheduled for later that night and so I was like oh good I can change before I go to this social event where I'm supposed to meet more people did you Um, so that was good did you have so okay without getting into my story right now because I'm letting Mm -hmm. you I want to I want to hear about your your further moves but when I moved into moved to Alaska that first couple of nights I would lay in bed and I would just think to myself, what the hell have I done? (laughs) I've moved out of state away from my parents into the unknown in a place I don't know. Well, I sort of don't know. It was a job that's brand new. What am I doing? Did you have those thoughts as well? Um, I, I'm not sure. Like, I know I, I know I was very upset the first couple nights. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it was a lot to handle, but I don't ever recall regretting my decision. Oh, oh, that's actually interesting. So you, you yeah, were sad, like, even but you when all this bad regretting? stuff happened, because I had been wanting to move out since I was fifteen or something. Oh, okay. you're a what? Um, it cut out for me. Sorry, since I was fifteen or something. Oh okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I'm pretty sure Brian recently asked me why I got my first job as young as I did, because I, I got my first job at about 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, um, I wanted to make money. And he's like, why? What did you want to buy? And I was like, I think I wanted to buy a car. <laughs> so you could drive away as fast <laughs> so as possible. So that I could drive and have my independence. Like, I'm a weird person. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so like this whole story that I'm telling you happened at 19. When? Yeah. Because um, that's when I moved out. When uh, you were 19, 19, right? What, yeah, I moved out when All I was right. 19. So, yeah, sorry, sorry, we're we're having to ask questions just so that you're cutting out. When you talk too. a little lower and your voice starts dropping at the end of a sentence, it starts oh, cutting okay. out. Yeah. So um, but, speak yeah. really loudly. Well, yeah, also like <laughs> your family was um like at that point they were kind of. I remember your brother Michael also really wanting to move out because things were very crowded. Oh, it was yeah. a small house with like three adult really, kids. It was really really crowded, and it was it was crowded. It was stressful. We had recently moved from Texas to Florida. Yeah, so we moved so from Texas to Florida home. when I was sixteen, and then I moved away from Florida when I was nineteen. So it was a little over two years, and so like I was already in a new place. Yeah, and so it wasn't really that devastating to leave the state because I didn't yeah. care about the state. It wasn't like um, leaving. A you know super secure place in a Not place you've all. been a long time. Not at all. Like yeah. our whole moving experience, our whole time in Florida had been rough, really rough, like really hard financially, really hard emotionally. And my house was small. I still shared a bedroom with my sister. Um, my sister and I got along really well, but we also were working the same job with the same hours, using the same car, and in the same room. And so I was kind of at this point where I think both of us were at this point where we're just like, we need space. Yeah. I don't want to do this. Yep. <laughs> and so I was really, really excited because I had always wanted to have my own place, have my own car, have my own life. And even though I moved without a car, I still had to save up and I ended up buying a car later that year. Um, I felt like I was like finally an adult. And so I don't, I didn't regret the choice because mm-hmm. I realized as horrible as my story sounded when I told it. <laughs> I was also extremely lucky in my position moving out because I was hired at a company. They long distance interviewed me and hired me yeah. for a position I had never worked That's not before. common. No, it's not. And it was a position I'd never, I'd only ever worked at Chick-fil-A and I got hired into a sales position on the phone. And it was at a company that was also willing to supply my housing 
Like, it came out of my paycheck, but they just automatically applied my paycheck to really, really cheap housing. And I also had a roommate who had a car who also worked at the company. Yeah. And so was able to drive me different places. And so, like, that whole living situation with all four of us there sharing one car was really stressful. Yeah. But it was, like, this really awkward launching out that I would not have been able to get for myself because I wasn't in a very good position before. Mm -hmm. Like, my parents couldn't really help me out. They couldn't co-sign a loan for me. They couldn't give me any like pretty much anything I was going to have to do it all on my own and I was already spending a lot of my money on school and on groceries and on all this kind of stuff and so it was really hard to save so I had a little bit saved but I didn't have enough to actually move out and so like the whole situation was a huge blessing to me because I'm like okay yeah it's a little weird I'm living in someone else's place yes my luggage got lost but right. I, I have just you started like you my scared. adult life. You were scared, yeah. but not regretting it because you knew you'd get not through it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that it was just the first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was able to see that. Well, cool. And so it was really exciting. And I ended up getting my first apartment of my actual own later that, like, uh, actually the next year. I lived in that place for a year. Um, I got my car in the, no- like, I moved in January to that place. I got my car in November. And then I got a new apartment with one of those roommates. So I had my own room and everything now in um, the January of the next year. And that's when I officially became independent of everyone. Did you have a roommate at that so, point? Mm-hmm, yeah. When was I, the I first had those, place you lived without a roommate? The first place I lived without a roommate was the current apartment I'm in now. Actually. That's what I thought. Yeah, that was recent. Uh-huh. And it was like yeah. six months ago, eight months ago. <sighs> that's its own funny story. My moving stories have been actually quite tragic. Yeah. <laughs> This last one was because my roommate, we had just moved into a new apartment together again. I remember that, And three months later, she got a job in another city. Yeah. And so then she moved, and so I had to move again. Yeah, most of the times, most of the times that I moved. Oh, Oh, yeah, we did. That sucks. You transferred yeah. it to a one-bedroom instead of a two-bedroom. Oh, they let you transfer it. Okay, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, and her roommate's just, just some supplementing some of the rent with her new yes. job. Yes. Again, fortune in the midst of turmoil. She, mm-hmm. was, she, like, she was like, okay, everything above what you agreed to pay for this year, I'm going to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really nice for her. Yeah. But it's been crazy, and I earned that one, <laughs> but you got some lease left on it, uh, some lease left on life. Um, but yeah, you're enjoying. It's a really yeah. nice apartment. It, it's a really nice apartment. Is it your favorite place you've been yet? Or do you like the two-bedroom one more? Um, I really liked the two-bedroom, but I do, I really like how I set up this one. Yeah. I think this one's my favorite because my furniture all fits really well in it. Uh-huh. And it's, it's, the, Lucky. it's the only place I've ever taken the time to actually make it look good. Yeah. And I've set it up to look just like me. So like, you know, it's my face on the wall. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) 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 Thank you. I was waiting for that. Yeah. Um, No, it's really good. I I like it. It's, it's, yeah. (laughs) Yep. I have weird stories of moving, but I bet Cameron's stories are just as entertaining. (laughs) Yeah, Cameron. So let's go over to you. Moving out time. What year was it? Well... (sighs) Like which I'd rather one know how want. old you are. When you how first old moved I am. out. I'm 25, Abigail. Oh, God. <laughs> um, well, I met when you moved out. Me and my family moved a lot. Um, and I just... So you mentioned, like, your house is already starting to feel like home a little bit, Brian. Yeah. Uh, the last place that's felt like home to me was 
the well, like I mentioned earlier, that the school I worked at provided staff housing, and so between my third grade year and my second year of college, when we moved out of Kentucky, so. 12, 11, 10, let's see, it was exactly 12 years, I think, we were in Kentucky. Um, In those times, we lived in four different houses. And it actually, funnily enough, worked out to be a house in grade school, a house in middle school, a house in high school. Wait. Hold on. A house in grade school, a house in middle school, a house in high school, a house in college. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. It literally worked out. We moved... The summer that I would switch to middle school and high school and high school to college. Wow. That's really funny. Yeah, yeah. And so the school that I, I mean, the house that I lived in high school was the house last that felt like home to me. Wow. Since then, I've not had a single house that's like, yeah, I'm home. It's more like, yeah, I'm living in a house. <laughs> um, yep. mm-hmm. Which is kind of why I had Abigail help me with decorating this past spring because I wanted to try mm-hmm. to make my house feel like home. It helped. And I like my house, but man, it still doesn't really feel like home. But that's probably a psychological problem that I have, not so much. Um, because my house isn't nice, because I actually like the house I'm currently living in. But we moved out of Kentucky in 2012. Um, we lived with my aunt and uncles um, for a couple of months while my dad looked for a teaching job. It was over the summer, 2012. He found one in like October of 2012 or down in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And so my parents said, we're, gonna, let's, we're, we're going to Oregon. And I was like, I don't want to. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I have a job at GameStop and I have a job at Pizza Hut and I don't really want to move. I like my jobs and I don't really want to move. And my mom got really mad (laughs) because she was like, well, I don't understand. Why don't you want to be close to family? And my dad was like, he just doesn't want to be pushed around to different living places if he's he's got something he likes he, he wants to stay and so my dad convinced my mom to let me stay um and so i guess actually my dad got the teaching job a little earlier it might have been august when school started i can't remember um but i was in they went down to oregon and i, I stayed up in washington for about three months um which about at that point then i was not living alone actually so I, that's a good point that we're talking about houses so um, at that point, I lived with my aunt. She had a spare bedroom, hmm. um, and they were rarely home um, for some some reason. I can't remember exactly why, but basically, I had the house to myself, um, but I mostly just stayed up in the room. Um, and so that was like my first pseudo living alone, where mm-hmm. I lived in a house with other people, but I was yeah. by myself. That's a in pretty the room. nice situation. Yeah, though. that was that was pretty fun actually. I I was my own you know schedule maker. I didn't have to report to anybody. It wasn't like you know. I was no longer a kid. I was like doing two mm-hmm. jobs at once and I was scheduling my own time. Um, eventually my job didn't work out and I decided to move back down to Oregon with my parents and I lived in their house for a while. And then I was like, all right, I just, I actually want to move out this time. And so uh, this is what, this is the story that parallels yours, Abigail. Um, I said, mm-hmm. I want to move to Alaska. I want to go back to my hometown, Fairbanks, Alaska, where I grew up. Um, mm-hmm. And so I went to my cousin who at the time we were really good friends. Um, and you can <laughs> key, see the foreshadowing in this story yep. yeah. um, and I said I want to move back to Fairbanks and he's like dude I want to move out that's a, that's a perfect opportunity and so we talked over the phone for a month and planned things out and he rented an apartment and put the down payment on an apartment um, and his words were it's a pretty small apartment but it should work and I was like Uh-oh. okay more foreshadowing oh. Um, oh, and no. then 
just like you, Abigail, I actually was able to convince um, Safeway to give me a job over the phone. They said, wow. they said, we can't officially hire you until you're here in the store, but you're basic. And I, I can't say you're guaranteed a job, but you're basically guaranteed a job. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, my mom put up a big fight, um, but I, my dad, again, convinced her otherwise, and I flew to Alaska with two suitcases and a backpack, <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. my cousin picked me up at the airport. It was midnight, and it was three feet of snow on the ground, and it was negative 30 in Alaska and Fairbanks. Oh, my God. And, I, and we got I've to the- I've never air- been in negative 30 weather, by the way. Um, ooh, I've been I in think like- the coldest I've been is negative 20. That sounds awful. Negative what? Negative 20. Oh, yeah, I've been as low as negative 60. It's not fun. Oh, my God. It's Negative 60 is like you spit and your your spit is frozen before it hits the ground. And that's not an exaggeration. Uh, yeah, it's, anyways, it's pretty. Continue. It's very pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah when bet. there's daylight, which is one hour between 3 and 4 p.m. Um, <laughs> uh, so we got to the apartment and it was the smallest apartment you could possibly imagine. Um, it was like a... Okay, so imagine... I'm trying to think of a good comparison. Uh, oh, B- Brian, your your parents' house is your your game room, your old game room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut off the stairwell room area and cut off the back hallway that leads to your bedroom, and that was the downstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then upstairs was a quarter of that, a big loft. So oh are my. you counting kitchen? Yes. Like, oh my god. That was the god. whole house. You did, wait, what are our bedrooms? No, you're not getting me. The, lo- the, the the video game area it was a studio. Was it was the, basically, it was a studio. A studio with an upstairs loft. Yes. Oh my oh god! My but gosh. it was even smaller than most studios. It was probably about six feet across, and it was deep. That was where the that's where the room came from. Was it was deep? It, but I could almost reach my arms across and touch both sides of the walls. Oh, no. Um. And uh, to be honest, if I was by myself, it would have probably been decent. Like it was. It was well, cozy, yeah, but-, but it was two of us. And my cousin is incredibly messy. Oh, um, no. And so for the first, like, three or four months, everything was actually really good. We were having a great time. We we were turning 21, and we drank a lot and partied. And, mm-hmm. well, when I say party, we're both introverts. So parties mean we got drunk in the got apartment and, Halo, and, walked and played Halo, yes. <laughs> um, literally, I think I've told that story before. Um and then you got a dog. What? No, you can't get a dog in an apartment like that. Not only did you get a dog, but you got a beagle. Be- so bar, the- bar, 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 bar. we've yes. had a beagle. And it- literally, <laughs> I, got, I got a I got a cat. I got Athena, my cat. I still my parents have Athena still. Um, and because because originally the plan was um, to get both of us get cats because uh, before I left Ala- left Oregon to go to Alaska, both of my cats died. Um, no, the cats I, I had that. for years. Yeah, that was terrible. And so he's like, "We're gonna get cats, man. We're gonna get new cats, and we're gonna they're gonna be all, we're gonna get." So this is like awesome. right when we started playing StarCraft together. This was right when we were stopping playing StarCraft together. Oh, okay. Me going to Fairbanks kind of stopped it because I was too busy. That's right. But yeah, but right around there is when we were playing it a lot, mm-hmm. a little bit before that. Um, and so I got my cat, and then he's like, "I'm thinking about getting a dog," and I was like, "Dog? What? what? We? No, please, no, please don't get a dog, please." And he got one anyways. Um, and that dog ruined our relationship and ruined me wanting to be in Alaska. 
which at that point, after a couple of months, I moved out. I told him, I'm moving. I can't deal with you or the dog. And I grabbed all my stuff and I literally just drove out. He got super mad because he thought it was my fault. And it was a whole thing. Um, and yes. at that point, I moved back to Oregon. And then I got my first real apartment. That was a long story. I'm sorry. But I kind of wanted to equate okay. a little bit of Abigail. Yeah, it was I'm story. curious. I mean, much, it's not a good story, but. Right. How much right. were you paying in rent for that place? Oh, you do not want to know. Why? What? I do now. Because Alaska is ridiculous. It. Well, okay. I'm just curious. Knowing what you know about the house, you don't want to make a guess? Um, was it in the city? Y- yeah, yeah. Well, Fairbanks is weird, where it's more like a, it's not really a city. Like there's there's the downtown, I guess, but it's more like mm-hmm. a sprawling city wherein yeah, like there's not sp- suburbs. There's not well, not even suburbs. It's like everything is mushed together, except take that mushed together stuff and spread it out across the big open area. Okay, there's a um, lot of space in Alaska, but gosh, yeah, it was great it, it was rent. in town. Yes, like eight hundred dollars a month. Okay, Abigail, what's your guess? That was actually that was that was my guess as a reasonable price for that place. Wait, a reasonable price? Depending on where it is, if it is more than eight hundred dollars, it's absolutely absurd. I wouldn't pay eight hundred dollars okay. for that. Okay, well, place. it was eight hundred. But I have seen places that big that were about eight hundred. All right, so that's very close. I, I, but, yeah, that's like city apartment bad. Well, yeah, yeah. You're th- you guys are in, thinking in about, the city. I see apartments like that that are eight hundred dollars. You guys are thinking about downtown Portland or something, or Seattle, yeah. or or, or, Houston. or San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, no, this is Fairbanks is not no, the kind of town. Fairbanks more. is a. It's it like I said, it's a very weird town. It's got a lot of people in it, but they're spread out across so big of an area. It never ever mm-hmm. looks like a big town. So yes, mm-hmm. it was it was not downtown. If there's even really a downtown, it was in kind of the outskirts, but there was no suburbs. Yeah. It was kind of next to the power mm-hmm. plant, actually. Yeah. Um, but yes, it was eight hundred and fifty dollars a month mm-hmm. um, for this Yikes. baby-sized little pea apartment. That is kind of ridiculous. Oh, it That's was pretty horrible. bad. It was horrible. You can get you can get much <laughs> much is... better around. So where your story paralleled mine in your like whole like moving with two suitcases, mm. mine completely diverges from yours in that yes, I had three roommates, but it was a two bedroom apartment and I was paying about two fifty for it. Yeah. I mean, of course eight fifty <laughs> divided by two is four twenty four. Which is exactly a little double. teeny bit better, but you know, not great. Yep. Yeah. And so that's too yeah, it's too much. You moved back to I Oregon. Bet, yes. And, back and in then Oregon, you went to Roseburg. I came, yes, I came crawling back to Oregon after my parents were like, I was like, save me. And they're like, okay. Um, and then I moved to Roseburg, which is where I got another studio apartment, except it was by myself. And it was the first time living by myself, um, mm-hmm. which was really cool. I was really, really happy with that little loft apartment thingy. Um, it was not very big, but I'm not really a picky person. And so it didn't really bother me. And um, kind of like what you said, Brian, when everyone had left and I was moved in and I was sitting there by myself and it was quiet, I was just like, wow, this is, wow, this is, wow, weird. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's surreal. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. cool. Um, and then from there, I'll go quickly. It went from there, that house to living with my ex-girlfriend, which was another shock. Right. Mm. Um, which was actually fine until we started having problems. Like, I actually really enjoyed living. She had a big house. Um, mm-hmm. That we shared rent on. It was a three bedroom like house. It was a standalone big That's old house nice. with a wow. two double double garage and everything. Um, and then from there I went into another studio apartment, um, which was crap. It was even smaller and I hated it. Um, from there I went to my first actual house with a bedroom and like it was a standalone house, which I actually really liked. Uh, and then from there I went to school housing, which is where I am now, a two bedroom apartment. Um, 
and it's yeah, pretty- I really like your standalone house. That was I, I have good memories of staying there. You, you do like even with yeah. the cat trying to kill you, and even with it, no, I mean the, your cat was hilariously insane. Uh, but other than that, no, I have really good memories of that trip, and huh. I liked I liked how quiet it was out there. It was it was a pleasant house. I mean, it was old, um, right? But I, I don't know. I have really good memories of it. I like I'm glad that you said that because I've I've ever since that summer I've always worried that it was a horrible trip for you because my cat was the worst. <laughs> but I'm not, <laughs> not even remotely. I, person, when I think so. back on that trip, I don't think I've literally once remembered your cat as a part of it. Like, <laughs> oh well, that's actually I really good because really man, good I stressed about that. Holy yeah. crap, I still stress about that. Um, yeah, oh, I remember you being stressed, but no, it was really no worries. Yeah, you were very good. A, host. I've actually, I actually at, l- at one point considered buying that house, um, but then the school offered me um, the place on campus, which is kind of yeah. like what you said earlier, Abigail. I'm they, it comes out of my paycheck, and it's super mm-hmm. low rent, and they pay for all my yeah. utilities, yeah. Um, yeah. and so I'm paying that's a flat really nice. price for everything, including internet, and so that oh, really wow, helps my bills, nice and that's why I was able to afford my first car as well, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, you're awesome. My first, smart car. My first bought, like my first, yeah. Like, I don't know how you describe it. I had a car before, but... The first so, car you purchased? The first car that I purchased. There we go. Yeah. So, Cameron. Um, not one that your parents now. gave you. Yes, Brian. So, Cameron. First of all, Abigail, I think I asked you, out of all your places you live, your favorite is your current apartment, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Does that count? I, I didn't I didn't give you a good answer because I, I liked mm-hmm. the layout of the old one, but it yeah. wasn't set up in this does that, place. Did you so. count... Does that count houses you lived with your parents at? Oh, uh... With my parents, I'm like I'm just curious if you like your apartment more. Or if there's a childhood home, you're still like that's my favorite place. No, I was never very much attached to our house. Yeah, I didn't think you were. I've you never really been much. attached to places. Hmm. Okay, so Cameron, I'm ah. curious of all the places. First of all, you have moved a lot, man. You have lived <laughs> I, in so many houses. I've literally li- moved. I think I counted twelve times since we left Kentucky. So the funny thing is, I have technically moved a lot, too, because I was born in California, moved to a house in Ohio, moved to an apartment in Austin, moved to a house in Austin, moved to a house in Houston. I moved five times in like two years. And then didn't but for 20 like, years. It's like, <laughs> it was all too. they were thrown all together at the very beginning of my life. And then yep. my parents just stopped moving. Good. That's probably good. You know, around 2006, I think it was, uh, my dad, like, it might have even been earlier, like 2005 or something. I was like 11 or 12. My dad got in a job offer in Dallas. And the uh, NCF were just like. Your mom told me about this. Yeah. I know if you have to move, you have to move. And that's okay, but we are like as against this is we do not want to yeah. move. At all. Your mom, your, when we were when she was driving me to the airport when I left this past summer, she she told me that exact story, and she was she said it a little more bluntly. She was like, "We are not moving from this house. We are not doing yeah. it again. No way." <laughs> yeah, I think she was more ardent than we were because we know we didn't know that much. I was like twelve. I couldn't tell my right. dad what to do. I'm just like okay but please don't it was a very right. emotional yeah. thing for me too because i was think really she was pretty sick of moving yeah i think my mom though was like the one leading the crusade of like, oh, that, like her, she's by that point wise. yeah that's by funny. that point hadn't y'all done a ton of work on the oh house yeah the kitchen in. had been renovated like, yeah, yeah we so that and would my dad be awful kept jumping between jobs his industry was insane at that point we had moved to austin for a job and my mom was so happy there and then he immediately yep. got moved to houston so she was like I think she saw the writing on the wall and she's like, you're not going to keep any of these jobs in this industry. It's too volatile. And she was right. He went through many jobs after that. 
Uh, they actually let him work remote, but then he lost that job again a couple years later. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was very, very good that we didn't move forward. Also, we would have moved to Dallas, and Dallas is the most boring city in the world. <laughs> like, don't move there. No. It's just so boring. But anyway, um, that being said, Cameron, out of the places you've lived, what has been your favorite? Um, Probably inc- the high school house, right? Including the houses I grew up in, yes. Uh-huh. The high school house was my favorite house insofar as that I've literally considered some at some point in my life to have a house fabricated from scratch in the design of that house in high school. Because I remember you once told me all of your different house designs. Which one was this? This was the high school one that had a loop in it. That's um, that's the one I remember. With a giant sun porch. And it was just, Mm. it was so old. I think it was made in the the, the teens. Um, (gasps) But it it had slowly been renovated. And before, before we moved in, we renovated the bathroom and the kitchen. So it was... It looked fairly well. It looked like it was made in the eighties because it mm-hmm. had been renovated. The whole thing was renovated in the eighties, and then we did, redid the kitchen and stuff. So mm-hmm. it wasn't. It wasn't like creaking and and everything was falling apart. Uh-huh. It, it, but it definitely was old, and it was just such a cool layout. Like the bedrooms were tucked away, and nobody would bother them unless you were intending to go there. And they had a huge living room and a double sided fireplace that separated mm-hmm. the dining room and the living room. Oh, that's so cool. And then the the sun the the living room would wrap into the kitchen, which would wrap into the giant sun porch, which would wrap into an office, which would wrap back to the entryway and into the living room. It uh-huh. was a circle. It was just so cool. I loved it, yeah. and I was so sad. And you want to hear the worst part about this? Yes. It is now demolished. What? <gasps> Why? The, it's a long story, but the general gist of it is. That house was on a gold mine owned by the school. Uh, the school sold the rights, not the, not the gold mine itself, but sold the rights to the gold mine. The person who was running the operation to mine gold out of it was a total beep, beeping, beeping beep. Yeah. Who threatened to shoot our dog at one point. He was a horrible person. What? I, yes, I'm trying to get, I just, just to get across to you how horrible this person was. He did threaten to shoot our dog. Um, which is one of the reasons we moved the last time in that at that school. Um, when we left that house, he moved in and bought it from the school. And when his stupid gold mine went bankrupt, which was writing in the sand because he's a horrible person, he left and the house was reclaimed by the school and he had left it a big old trash heap and the school didn't feel like repairing it. So they just demolished it. Ugh, that's, I know. that's a bad story, Cameron. I know. I'm I know. sorry. That's but the good, painful. The, the good news is I have that house ingrained in my memory, and mm-hmm. I will never forget its layout. And I that honestly is my end goal. Whenever I can find a place that I like enough to stay and stop moving, and I find a job that's stable enough that I don't want to kill myself after working there for a year, I will look into having a prefabricated house made or a fabricated house made specifically to or generally around that. That would be Layout. awesome. That would so, be really cool. what um, what is your favorite place you lived since moving out? Um, that's a good question. I like I said, I don't think any of them have really felt like home. Uh huh. Um, to me, I don't know why. I think I'm just stuck in a mindset. Um, from high school. Uh huh. I think college kind of screwed me up in that sense as well. Um, yeah. But I think I. I think in theory, I liked the standalone house that you visited the most just because it was yeah. so cozy and 
and warm and it was my own house yeah. and there was no there was neighbors but they were far away and mm-hmm. it was nice but i think i actually like this apartment i'm in now the most because yeah. of how big it is it seems mm-hmm. bigger and nicer and newer and that sort of thing yeah newer and like i have a like before in the other one with with the only one bedroom i'd had to um lock my cat out of my bedroom when i would go to sleep and now i felt bad because there wasn't a lot of room to play and run but now there's they can there's literally probably about a hundred foot dash they could make all the way through the house (laughs) with my door closed as well and so there's more Uh room in general i have space for vr i have space to make my living Mm -hmm. room nice with a couch even though my couch does not fit in that living room properly yep Still haven't found a good arrangement for that. So I would say I like this place the best, although technically I think I like the other place better. All right. Which doesn't make any sense. Okay. Well, those were, those are really good stories. Thank you guys for sharing. Um, I think that nice and, uh, ties into our last segment here, um, which is when this is going up, it is going to be the day before Thanksgiving. Um, so first of all, Merry Christmas. It (laughs) happy holidays, everyone. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, well, thanks, Abigail, for using your powers for me. Yeah, happy, no ha- problem. Happy holidays, everybody, and also, um, wait, thank you, give, thank you, giving, thank you, giving. That is the thank segment. you, giving. That's what we're gonna do. That is what we're gonna do, Cameron. Is, it is thank you, giving, where we all talk about what we're thankful for. Um, in, I in this, this year, uh, and just kind of in our lives right now, uh, because yeah. thank you, giving. This is a podcast tradition, Abigail. I don't know if we've done it every oh. year. But we we've done I don't think I've ever been on an episode with Thank years. You Giving. Yeah, Wait. exactly. But it's been a very good tradition. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So Thanksgiving is a lot. I always remember like 27th or 28th, but it's like the 23rd this year. Is it just, am I crazy or is the week? It's the third Thursday it's the thir- of the month. It's fourth Thursday. It's the second to last Thursday. It's the second to, Because no, it will be the fourth Thursday. The... You're right. So... Again, I don't know, but for whatever reason, it feels early. <laughs> I just this look year. at the calendar to find it. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, I, 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 yeah. I actually were wrong about the the tradition here. In 2015, yeah. we did Thanksgiving one. Uh huh. Then in 2016, in January, we did the 2015 look back thingy, which is similar in nature to Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then we didn't do Thanksgiving in 2016, but we did the second. 2016. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't had 16 another look thank you giving. It was just the one thank you oh, giving okay. in 2015. Yeah, that makes so. sense then. I wasn't really on the podcast then. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it was Can't a really learn. good episode. I wasn't on it, but Stephen Dackery and Cameron all talked about what they're thank you for. So that's what we're going to do Stephen now. Thank you, for that stupid name. That is a very Stephen name. Um, yes, it so is. now I'm going to start. I am very thankful for Stephen's name. No, Stephen. Uh, Brian, Brian, Brian. <laughs> but, you are very yes. thanky. For Stephen's I'm very thank you for Stephen's naming conventions, go. but I'm also going to give a real one. Um, I'm just, especially after hearing your stories, I'm very thank you for everything mm-hmm. surrounding this move. Um, very thankful uh, for the yeah. place we found. Very thankful for all of the support from different neighbors on next door that had furniture for us and for us to buy. And mm. the movers were excellent to work with. And mm-hmm. Abigail's been helping out a ton. And my parents have been helping out a ton. And they've just everyone's just been so supportive and made it such a great process steven's been amazing to work with and i don't know i'm thankful for everyone who helping with this and everything we've been able to find and it's just been such a smooth good fun experience and i'm so fun? happy with the new place so fun yeah wow 
I mean, have. Cameron, when you get 20-year breaks between moving it and you have movers, it's not that bad to move one time. Because it's kind I, of an exciting yeah. thing. It's like, Pretty okay, exciting I get to the first set this time. up how I want to set it up. I like all these rooms. I get to figure out where to put my stuff. Like, that's kind no, of fun I the guess, first time. Okay, hold on. Let, let me rephrase. And I think this is a misconception. Yeah. Who's yelling? Is that Steven? Hey, Steven. 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 He was... Get out. So he was quiet when he came in here. You're being evicted. (laughs) Well, I take back all my thank you. Apparently, I'm being evicted. (laughs) Get out. Okay, the the joke's done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Get get, get out, Steven. Get out, Steven. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't even remember what I was sorry, saying. Sorry, Karen, you're clarifying because well, I was talking about moving being fun. Uh, oh, the act of organizing your crap and setting yeah. things up is really fun. Like, yeah. that's the reason I redid mm-hmm. your entertainment center when I was there because yeah, that kind I was of crap. Literally is so wishing fun. you were here to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, even just like when I cleaned my closet this past mm-hmm. uh, summer, that was fun too because it yeah. looks so nice afterwards. That's fun. Carrying yep. all my garbage upstairs and into yep. my house and getting things put into boxes in the first place, that's the part that sucks. And yeah. for people like me who are lower class, that's uh-huh. what happens. And matter of fact, out of to the 12 moves huh, I've made since I left Kentucky, I'd say about half of those were done basically entirely by me with no wow. help. Or maybe a very little bit of help from my dad, like dad no, help moving the mattress, you know? That's really hard. I am sorry. Um, the hardest with the amount one, of furniture we had moving in here, that would have been just oh. an utter nightmare. And I'm very glad we Well, that was one reason that. you got movers was because if you didn't, it basically would have just been maybe you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Because my dad. your dad's kind of older, yeah. Stephen can't really lift things, and then I would feel awful making your, your mom do you, it. Wait, your mom yeah. would totally lift some. I bet <laughs> she'd, she'd be fine. Great. Pounds, and my dad she'd still, be fine. My dad still bench presses every day. Oh, <laughs> so okay. Like, yeah, he, Shut up. So what about us four? Okay, yeah. well, hey, when Brian put it to me, he's just like, no, yeah. I'm not going to make them do that. Mm-hmm. I'm still yeah. not going to do that, though, because that would have been taking giant heavy couches down our stairs, like... Mm-hmm. giant beds because we would have been taking them down mm. from a second floor house with really narrow hallway, uh, hallways up into another second story yeah, house and it would have been like sucks. four rooms full of furniture oh, and it's like oh oh that's you know what's that reminds me of that reminds mm. me of the time that I moved my friend from her third story apartment into her new third story apartment <laughs> yeah like that's the kind that of stuff that was awful this, this experience again I thank you for all of this <laughs> this experience was amazingly smooth and most of the decisions and work I had to do were fun ones they weren't all fun ones packing up was really hard going through everything was hard having to there was some stuff I had to carry and move around and that was a little stressful but overall I know that I had a tremendous amount of support so that's what I'm thanking for what about you Abigail what are you thinking for this this thanky giving this thank you giving, <laughs> I I am actually thankful for, I'm probably most thankful recently for all of the personal growth that has been happening this year. Mm-hmm. This is unrelated to our like talk today, but due to several, several many lots of events yeah. uh, of this particular year, <laughs> there has been <laughs> Very vague, a lot. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just been like my life has turned upside down this year mm-hmm. like three times um for different reasons and they were all good things i mean except for when i had to move that one wasn't as good but mm-hmm. i mean yeah. there was a positive side to it um 
But because of a lot of the changes that have happened in my life, I moved um, and now I'm basically, I'm basically moved again. I basically live in Houston now and just everything related to that. I've had a lot of personal growth requirements mm-hmm. um, to where it's like, all right, Abigail, if you're going to be the kind of person who can handle this situation, you're going to have to change, um, which is really good for me because I don't tend to be very self-motivated. Like I'm mm, self-motivated, yeah. but I'm more motivated to do things for others than I am to do them for myself. So I've had a lot of issues in my past with like, um, just a lot of things like emotional issues, uh, Neglect- attachment neglecting issues. Neglecting yourself, I guess. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's things that I can get away with because I've always had like support for them. So like if I felt lonely or whatever, I could like go sit in the room with my roommate or whatever. Um, but like this year I've had, a, I've had a lot of my safety nets taken away and mm. now I also have other people depending on me to be there for them. And so I'm like, oh, I need to actually get my stuff together. And so it's been really, really hard (laughs) and it's still really hard. But that's probably the thing I'm most grateful for for this whole year is just all of that change. That's a lot of growth. It sounds like a lot of growth. Yeah. Which compared to I think, again, we all we have a very similar couple of last couple of years, not Mm -hmm. not in terms of like specifics, but like just in general circumstances where it was like a year of breaking down, a year of rebuilding and then a year of actual growth. Mm-hmm. Kind of in that order, that's like literally 2015, 2016, much. 2017. Yeah. Um, so that's really and awesome. I thought that last year was already like, it was interesting because like towards the end of the last year, I was like, all right, you know, this next year I'm going to be grow a lot. And it's going to be great. And then this year I'm like, wow, I'm growing and it kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it never hey, promised to be easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, but it's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. And so. It is very interesting think- how like growing up, like, how having responsibility for something is so much what spurs growth. And like too much responsibility will crush you and you'll fail and feel horrible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if it's at the right wrong time without enough support, then yeah, too much responsibility is really hard. But if it's enough responsibility that it is a burden you can lift, it's amazing how Mm -hmm. much it spurs you to grow. Like, yeah. Yeah, So I very much agree with that. Um, And I think it, I think it has been a super good year for you on that. On a more just practical fun note, Cameron, um, hmm. next time you visit, I remember you saying that you probably wouldn't want to stay with us if we didn't have like an actual room for you to stay in. Right. Um, but you, you do have a, uh, we'll have a couple choices. One thing is like, we would have like the common areas for you to stay in if you wanted to stay on a couch or we have like air mattresses and stuff. But alternatively, now our parents' house, basically the upstairs is completely moved <laughs> out. So there's like going to be a full like guest room there for you to see, stay in pretty see, much. It's not only open. will you get a guest room, but you'll also have a great roommate because you'll stay with me. That's Wait, are you, you're not there. staying at their their new house when you visit? No, we don't no. have enough room for that. <laughs> Wait, no, I, I don't stay you at their house. Bedrooms. We do, but their two are very small, so it's Stephen can't have his office and a bedroom in the same room. So, like, okay, one hallway leads down, and that hallway splits into a bathroom and two little rooms, and that's Stephen's bathroom, bedroom, bedroom, and then the other master bedroom is my office bedroom combo. Um, I, so it is a three bedroom house, but they're being pretty much all taken up. Very selfish. Neither of those are optimal, but I'm sure we can figure something out because if I'm li- if I'm living in your common area, I can't do my crack cocaine without you guys seeing me. And I don't, I don't <laughs> right. want you guys to see me do that. Um, but then I'm li- if I'm living at your parents' house, I'll probably never. I <laughs> when I visited last summer, I saw you guys probably about thirty percent of normal of the day on average. 
Yes. If I was living at your parents' house, I'd probably see you less than that, which would be well, a bummer. Well, for one thing, we'll plan it better next time. Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was a weird visit when you came here this time. Yeah, but then the other fun. thing, like, you can stay over at our post but you the entire time, and if you needed to sleep, like, if you ended up staying late and didn't want to make the 25, 30-minute drive back, you could just sleep on the couch or something and then head back the next day. Um, like, there would be would be options for it. But yeah, anyway, there, there okay, would be yeah. a lot of options for it. Yeah, so yeah, I'm really yeah. looking forward to next time. And at least during the day, we'll have our our full in space to do stuff yeah, so it'll be really I, I'm fun mostly joking I, i'm sure we'll figure it out even if i sleep in the common room that's fine um <laughs> but yeah what made you think of that all of a sudden <laughs> uh i was it was something abigail had said and oh, i was okay. thinking or we were talking about our, our house or something like that um but anyway cameron moving on mm. to you what are you thinking for <sighs> um this whole time you guys were talking i was listening intently but i was also trying to think of what i was thankful for because i'm having trouble thank you Th th being thanky for something um yeah because uh if i'm using the analogy i made for you abigail 2015 was my tear down year 2016 mm -hmm. was my build up year but then the beginning of 2017 was like another explosion of horribleness mm -hmm. um when my job just became a living hellscape um, mm -hmm. with, you know, working 60, 70 hours a week with no breaks and my management being horrible. I hope this, they don't, don't hear, listen to this podcast. I really hope they <laughs> don't. They probably don't. very unlikely. Just Brian bleep that. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> um, and so. I don't think, I don't think you've ever actually said where said exactly what? you work. I said what? Never mind. Oh, never mind. You cut out. I didn't actually hear you. Oh, sorry. You're fine. I was saying that I, uh, you're going to move on. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So I had like four months of, five months of horribleness. And then I had like two months of decentness. And then in the middle of the summer, another bombshell was dropped on me relating to work. Um, and that was another two months of horribleness. And I would say at this point right now, things are just starting to level out where nothing is horrible but nothing is amazing either uh-huh um and so i'm kind of struggling to think of something i'm actually thankful for besides small stuff like mm -hmm. had a good mm -hmm. had a good father's day had a good mother's day had a good birthday with my parents had a good visit with you guys in the summer like but i feel like thank you giving has to be something bigger than that uh-huh and i'm really struggling to think about it um uh-huh i mean honestly it could Sometimes we go through those periods when the only thing are those small things, mm -hmm. but that makes those small things so much more important. Yeah. Because it's those small things that you're like, okay, this is a really hard time, but this is my respite right now. I'm having this great Father's Day. I'm having this great yeah. visit and remembering that life is still good and that life yep. still can be good, even though everything else is going up in flames right now. Like to me from looking at your story from the outside, that would just make those times more important. So I don't think that's a dumb thing to be thinking for the, at all. The funny thing about that is, in when I was visiting you guys for Christmas of 2015, maybe, uh -huh. that was that point you're saying exactly, Abigail, where it was like, mm -hmm. this was the best time I've had in the whole year, and it was rejuvenating, and I went into 2016 with a new mindset, and I w probably would have gone insane and jumped off a bridge if I hadn't visited you guys that Christmas. It was that rejuvenizing. Uh-huh. That was a really I, good visit. Yes, it was. I had that again this summer when I visited you guys, except right in the freaking middle of it, another bombshell mm -hmm. was dropped, and it unfortunately ruined yeah. a lot of things for me. It, it that was a brought rough my visit. mood down, and I, I, my sleep got messed up because I was stressed out, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. which sucks, you know. Um, 
but I, I understand what you're saying, Abigail. Like, I think back to that summer, and I think, man, that was crap. Man, that was crap. Oh, we had a really good time at the video games live, you know, and mm-hmm. then going in uh-huh. downtown Houston and lots of small things. You're right. And yeah. I think I just realized what I, I could finally say I'm actually thank you for. Um, it was probably the discussion I had with my parents just a couple of days ago, mm. um, which I think I filled you guys in slightly on it. And I probably yeah, won't I go into... Of- I don't know if you have time, but I'd like to talk to you about that after the episode. Yeah, um, I have time. I'm not cool. doing anything important. That would be great, because I never was able to follow up with you about that. I need to I watch really more curious. Heroes, Brian, but I guess <laughs> I can put that on hold. Um, yeah. But no, we had this great conversation, because we were driving to the coast. Mm-hmm. The, the the town, about three hour, well, three and a half hours one way, and so we had a lot of time in the car. My mom was very adamant. Because well, they, they were going for the whole weekend, but I only could get a day and a half off. So I was going to drive my car separately. And she's like, no, you were coming with us in the same car. And I was like, I can't get work off that fine, that long, that long, I mean. And she goes, fine, I will cut the weekend short and you're coming with us in the same car. We will go when you're off work and we will bring you back for work. And I was like, wow, okay. She really <laughs> wants me to drive with her. And I was kind of confused. And I realized that they really wanted to talk to me in depth because we don't really get a chance to sit down and really talk if, mm-hmm. if i'm going over to their house i go and i have dinner and then i'm tired because i worked and then i gotta go home you know so it was yeah, like yeah, three yeah. hours of uninterrupted talking and we talked so much like i yeah. think my dad talked more than all of us and that's ridiculous because my dad i know like <laughs> my dad went off the deep end with talking and i've never like probably i haven't heard him talk that much in the combined year last year, like it was that much talking. Yeah. But it was wonderful. We got so much stuff out in the open. It was a wonderful, positive, encouraging talk. We got on the same page on so many things. I told them so many things that I've been wanting to tell them for a while, both good for me and bad for me and good for them and bad for them. Um, It was just That's a really good choice of something to be thankful for. I think that's Mm -hmm. absolutely important. Um, Yeah, like knowing, because I, you know, I don't know if you guys experience this at all, but once when sometimes when you visit friends or family, you're kind of just turned off. Yeah, like ev- mm-hmm. everything feels robotic. Like you, uh-huh. you're, oh, oh hi yeah. mom, hi dad, hi whoever. Oh uh, yeah, here's the words I should say to respond to you. Here, here's a funny anecdote. I'm going home. Bye. No, I absolutely mm-hmm. know what you mean. Well, yeah, and I go home from those, yeah. and I feel kind of like guilty. I'm just kind of like, yeah. uh, I. I don't feel like, were, like it's because you weren't genuine. authentic. Yeah, you weren't exactly, exactly, exactly. And I don't mean to be like that. No. I just I'm just tired or something, you know. And I don't want to yeah. interact. And they're tired too. And it's like, blech. But this was like one of the first genuine discussions we had in a long time. Besides the giant logic puzzles me and my dad got into, we got passionate <laughs> about that. But sure, this That's conversation great. was was heart to heart, genuine, deep. And it was wonderful, and I was really happy with it. So that's, that's what I'm I look forward you for to this year. talking awesome. to you about that. Um, yeah. I also think this podcast has been a wonderful, heartwarming last hour. So I wouldn't say those two words what in particular. A but one, Abigail, Cameron. Sorry, Cameron. Uh, yes. you're the one actually <laughs> being a problem this <laughs> time. I'm used to being Abigail. You just instinctively wow. yell at Abigail for problems that are wow. happening. For that, Brian. For that, Brian. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at himself that's great i am thank you for this podcast and all of you Test. listener um i hope <laughs> <laughs> oh crap speaking of listener i forgot i had to defend mad max 
What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Cameron, give me a one minute defense of Mad Max. <sighs> let me. Yeah. Let me go look up this specific tweet because I need to read it back because I, I can't remember who it was. Okay. And to be honest, I don't go on Twitter, so I don't even know if the person that I'm that I'm that I'm responding to is someone we know in person. A dancing mongoose. Is that someone we know in person? That's not Ariel, is it? Sounds no, but that sounds familiar. It does sound familiar? I don't know. I'm sorry, a dancing I'm, mongoose. I don't use Twitter anymore, so I really don't know if you're somebody we know personally. It's not Mel, is it? No, it's not Mel. Okay. Um, but they said, for some reason, I can't find Cameron's Twitter, but Cameron, can you please explain to me how Fury Road is interesting? I was made to watch it and was thoroughly bored, and then I said, oh, then he said, for clarification, I'm not trying to refute your opinion, just generally want to understand it. Awesome. I love those kind of conversations, Mongoose. Those okay. are the, my favorite kind of um, conversations. So I replied with, uh, I'll remember to discuss Fury Road in the next episode of the podcast, because I genuinely love that movie to death. What about it bored you? And he said... I think it was that they took so long to do so little, though yeah. Info realized though Info realized that these things are sometimes though in okay, it was a typo. Though I realized that these things are sometimes better on second viewing, or rather that they seem to be so many steps in doing so little. It felt like nothing ever happened, even though mm -hmm. it went at breakneck speed for two hours. Okay. Okay. Mongoose, one minute. That's the point of the movie? The point of the movie is not to be a grand sweeping story of of redemption and blah blah blah. It's literally the the life of Fur um, Furiosa and Max and what they're going through it's it's not really an action flick in in that sense either the the, the slow pacing of certain scenes are used on purpose to, to to like create a better version of the world and get you invested into the characters like the 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 reason for the weird pacing is to make you invested in Furiosa and Max. Mostly Furiosa. The movie's called Mad Max. Furiosa's the main character. And so when there is action scenes, that's just pure eye candy. The movies, even back in the 80s with Mel Gibson, were always eye candy. They were never supposed to be deep and meaningful story. But the new one happens to also have a deep and meaningful story. Maybe not deep, but at least interesting. And you get to see a lot of character development in Furiosa. Not even Max. Like, if you were paying attention to Max, you were doing it wrong. Furiosa is the one you should pay attention to. And I just think it was given so much creative freedom, kind of like Blade Runner, actually, um, wherein it was... The director was able to do exactly what he wanted, and what he wanted was, yes, the eye-candy, action-filled story beats and, and set pieces, but also... Furiosa's character development was number one in that whole movie. And if you go back to watch it, which I don't think you have to, if you really didn't like it, that's fine. But if you go back and watch it and you watch Furiosa specifically, you will get a really good character development with her. Ignore Max. He is not the main character of Mad Max, which is kind of ironic. Um, okay. So yeah, that, that cool. was a minute, probably. So it sounds like, succinctly, your point is that it... the. <laughs> Yes, a lot. There aren't a lot of distinct events that happen, but it's about what's happened to that character through those events. So it doesn't matter how vast the overall event arc is. The character arc is what the movie is about. Yeah, when you pay attention to the world as a whole, it doesn't really make much sense, and nothing happens. The whole like you could sum the movie up in a, in the the world is exploded, the water's be gone, the water is being fetched, person fetching water rebels. Ta-da! That's the whole overarching plot, but that's not the point. Because yeah. when you describe Furiosa's arc, it becomes way, way different. Um, and, but you have to be paying attention to her, okay. um, specifically. So 
There you go, mongoose. Yes. There we go. We have our defense Sorry, of Fury Road. I can't comment now. on it because I haven't watched it. Wait a minute. Yes, I can. Ha ha! It's a stupid movie. Wait, you <laughs> had my copy for wow. a year and you didn't watch it. What? You had my copy of that movie for a year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're the worst. I'm sorry. You also didn't see Blade Runner in theaters, even though I said, please, please, please see it in theaters to give them money. And you didn't. Yeah. I... Wow, you're a bad person. You're the bro. worst. You should laugh. <laughs> laugh at yourself being horrible. <laughs> laugh at your disgracefulness. <laughs> anyway, I do apologize for that, Cameron. And no, I apologize you to you listeners <laughs> for how long this episode is. Thank you, Abigail. Thank you, Cameron. For what? <laughs> That's a really good question. Brian, laugh. <laughs> thank you, me. And thank for you, everyone, what? for listening. <laughs> we will talk to you all next week. In the meantime... Wait, do we have a sign-out phrase? No. Have a week? Is that still... Okay. Have a week. I don't think we've ever stopped. I don't know. Well, I guess the anthem. Oh, right. Okay, let's sing out uh, the anthem, everyone. Wait, are we doing the anthem? We're let's sing it from memory. Yes. Oh, okay. <clears throat> One, two, three. Whales around whales, 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 Brian, laugh. <laughs>